Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, leaning into, celebrating all that is life and finding the joy in everything, that everything can be laced with an appreciation and gratitude. Oh, and living, living from that place, most certainly. So not exactly a B Corp celebration, but really just a celebration and acknowledgement of a decision to repair. I think I mentioned recently about my one son's jeans and mine sort of wearing on the inner seam of the bit of the legs and yeah, just making that decision to take them into tailor and paying for that repair and putting Pasha's injury in force and yeah, it just felt so good because I went to collect the stuff today and the tailor, oh, it was so lovely. It was like his work was a mix between the precision of a surgeon and the like artistry um, yeah, of someone really like creative. Like he'd chosen the threads that were like the exact match to the different genes and he'd like reinforced the area and it just was like so precise and so beautiful. And because it's on the inside edge of where, um, you know, the inner leg, it's not like it's an obvious place, but he's just done it so beautifully. Yeah, and I was just so happy. It means like just so many people can't just look at this immediate cost of like a pair of jeans and, oh, I'll just go buy another cheap pair of jeans. It's not. It's like you should just have a little bit more just awareness and sensitivity of the environment and the bigger picture. It's not just that immediate cost. And even if they're a pair would be like 50% of a pair of cheap jeans or just repair the bloody pair of jeans so you can wear them again and again and again. Yeah, it just was like so lovely. So that was absolutely divine. Yay! Oh, and then I heard such a beautiful story. So, okay, it's all a bit interconnected. So I'd mentioned the thing about the rat park and this whole thing with drugs and how this discovery that when they made a rat utopia, that even when the rats had access to water laced with cocaine or heroin and, and water that was clean, they actually like hardly chose the drug-laced water because they were stimulated and connected. And just that, yeah, the drug issue, it's not such a simple um, picture and just how feeling socially connected as opposed to isolated and feeling stimulated and engaged and having like some sort of purpose and meaning um, is so important. And it's just interesting because it also comes back. I remember because um, Tony Robbins breaks things down into six kind of like human needs and four of which pair up to be like opposite. So for example, there's a need for recognition which means you're standing apart from other people, but there's also a need for inclusion and being part of a group. So you're almost on the seesaw because as you move towards the one, you move away from the other. So you can never really like satisfy one without the other. And the other opposing ones are need for spontaneity and unpredictability. And then equally on the other side, a need for like routine and consistency. Um, but then the two that really... So those two you kind of never really can meet because as you move towards the one, you move away from the other. But the two that really create like long-term sustainable fulfillment are when you feel that you're contributing and when you feel that you're growing. 
So contributing is generally to something beyond yourself, so being like in community. And to feel that you're growing means like you feel like you're stimulated by your environment. So it's very interesting because it kind of ties into the social aspect and the feeling engaged of the Rat Park. So um, fast forward with that a little bit. So I actually looked because Sustainable Human did like a 10-minute, 8, 10-minute clip on, on that. And what was so fascinating was Portugal in like 2000s had like a horrendous drug problem where like 1% of the population were addicted to heroin. And they were going very much the American route of punishing, ostracizing, um, criminalizing addicts. And the prime minister and the leader of the opposition got a panel of doctors and specialists together to ask what can they do to turn this around. And that alone, I thought it was like so phenomenal. It was the prime minister and the leader of the opposition. It's like that's the whole thing that just reminds me as well of like that time when things spiraled horrendously between a group of pro-life and pro-abortion where – Eventually, like things got so violent because they were so on extremes. But yet, what they both were bringing them together was like actually wanting to, young girls to have a future, and not to even the pro-abortion were that they didn't even want the girls to like reach the point where they had to be making that decision. It was almost like both of them wanted to get in there before it. Um, so finding their commonality. So here you've got like politically the prime minister and the leader of the opposition, but they both want the best for their country. So you've got these opposites coming together for something more than beyond themselves. And so this whole panel of experts came back saying, decriminalize all drugs from heroin to crack to cannabis. And more importantly, Take all the resources that you currently spend on punishment and reform the kind of Western route with the criminalizing and everything it takes to keep these people in prison and put through the, those sorts of programs and use all of those funds to reintegrating and upskilling these people. So that was about massive job creation. And also micro loans to help addicts set up their own businesses. And that when they had something that they were waking, that they had a purpose and a meaning and something that they felt they had to wake up to and to wake up for, it was shifting everything. And 15 years later, the drug percentages have dropped so um, like the crack heroin addiction numbers are down by 50% so yeah there's just so many threads of like just so powerful I mean if it's already a decade and a half of experiment of taking a different approach so absolutely stunning stunning and kind of lacing into that then because I was having a conversation with a friend like just how you know rats and humans like we are these social creatures and doing things to actually connect with people. And I was saying to a friend of mine, like, about building, like, a social network and friends. And she was saying, you know, it's also, like, if you can somehow connect an activity where on, like, a regular basis you're meeting people. It's like I met her through doing a language program together where we all met, like, five days a week um, for a number of months. So in that time, because you're consistently meeting the same people, you develop some friendships. 
So, yeah, it was just interesting. And then I remember someone telling me about um, these dance classes she was going to, these free, like, get-togethers. So I reached out to her to say, do you know if there are any beginner ones? So she sends me a link to a beginner one, which she's not connected with at all. So I go and, like, message a bunch of the admins. So apparently it's like a salsa group. And I wanted to check, like, is it really free and is it really for beginners? And then it is, and it is, and it's once a week, and it's like so divine. And so I was so curious as to how this all started that it's free. And it was so beautiful. So apparently like 17 years ago, there was a guy who loved to salsa dance and he had nobody to dance with because nobody else knew the steps. So he started a group to teach other people for free just from his like love of salsa and wanting to share the joy and have other people to dance with. And it kind of like just grew. And now apparently there's a number of groups all over the place. Everybody who's part of it are just free volunteers. The instructors are free. It's just, oh, it's just so beautiful of like people coming together to share the joy of teaching something that brings joy which is like, and there's not this money aspect. It's just coming together for the sheer social fun of learning and moving together and the beat and, oh, yeah, so that was just so, so delicious. Oh, so here is to making more conscious choices of repair when we have items of clothing instead of just rushing to out with the old, in with the new, repair and repeat. <laughs> stuff that's really still good and usable and as well for like just re-looking at things and sometimes the things that get demonized like the drugs are actually more just an, a warning a signal of something being off they're not the issue the drugs are not the issue if the drugs if people are having addiction issues it's because of the other the deeper sense of feelings of isolation of non-engagement of purposelessness so yeah rather that they're warning signs they're indicators of something being off as they themselves being the root cause of the issue so just to like reframe stuff reframe it's also like things with like emotions and anger it's anger's not the issue anger tells you these like stark emotions are signals that something is off oh and here is just celebrating the joy of teaching and sharing like knowledge and skill and ability to actually just all have fun together oh love it love it love it happy adventuring precious soul until we meet again Mwah.